Welcome to Beyond the Routine with Bettina and Nick Shimanek. The podcast where we step away from the workouts and get real about life. We're a husband and wife duo, performance trainers, parents, and health and wellness experts. When we're not training professional athletes or traveling the world filming or leading workouts, we're sharing about life beyond the routine and how we find balance in all the unexpected and the chaos that our careers bring. Whether you're here to see what's going on in our crazy lives or how we manage our work-life balance, or you're interested in improving your overall health, we're here to take you beyond beyond the routine. Welcome back to Beyond the Routine with Bettina and Nick Shimanek. Today's episode is actually inspired by one of y'all's questions. Uh, We got the question of what is it like training or what the difference is between training athletes and the everyday person. The pros versus the Joes. Yeah, the pros versus, yeah, the the pros pros versus versus Joes. So we're going to compare and contrast what it means to train them physically, mentally, and emotionally. But before we dive into that, we wanted to chat about what we have coming up. We just got back from Hawaii, but we still have a few busy weeks ahead, right? Um, Osa's coming with me to... Chicago or Champaign, Illinois, where U of I is. Um, and uh, what is that for three or four days? Yeah, right? four, four days, days. But I'm going to be. What, I don't even remember. Yeah, four days that well, that him and I will be gone from Nick and Luna. But then basically, as soon as you get back, we go to. Yeah, Los but Angeles. I'm going to be shooting um, my book. Um, oh, yeah, photos, yeah. photos for the book. Um, we have some models that's in Champagne. Yeah, that's yeah. in Champagne. We're going to be doing some photos there. Um, so it's going to be my first time being away from Aluna since having Osa. So it'll be interesting. I wonder how she's going to be missing her brother. Fantastic, because she's going to be with Tata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she'll yeah, be playing outside, playing outside, having fun. Yeah, it's true. She actually will be really fun. excited to have attention just to herself for a few yeah, days. Like certainly. But she'll be sad because she she's, will. She's gotten to the point now where when she wakes up in the morning, she doesn't even want to see me. She wants to see or, Osa. Or, yeah, only yeah. Osa. I re- immediately wants to see Osa. But then the well, next week, we both are going to be heading to LA to do some more work stuff. So we're really excited for you to see what we're working on. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, so busy few weeks. Yeah. Very busy few we're weeks. We're going to keep, keep trucking away through keep the end of the on. summer. Oh, yeah. And then hopefully it, actually football season starts after the summer. So then we'll be <laughs> back on the road again. It don't matter. We just <laughs> have fun stop. no matter what. The shit don't stop. <laughs> don't stop. Yeah. Well, let's just dive into the pros versus Joes. Yeah. So I think... um just going to compare and contrast, like you said, uh, mentally, physically, and emotionally, like how we, how we, or how I train these, uh, groups, I guess yeah, in their respective fields. And um, I think something to remember when we're, when you're talking about these, um, the difference between the two, it's, it's like, the, obviously you train professional athletes, yeah. but we're also talking about people that were maybe competing at a high level in college. You know, they were, uh, College athletes, I mean, that, yep. that's a pretty high level. Even like some high school athletes have yep. different mentality. For sure. But you might not train them the same, like a high, someone that w- was in high school, yeah, but yeah. maybe the college athlete, because they have that drive. It just their their body is used to sport. So For sure. that's what he's referencing when we're talking today uh, uh, versus the Joe. So the average Joe, which this kind of reminds me of the movie Dodgeball, by the way. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, <laughs> but um. The, just like a weekend the, warrior. Yeah, a weekend like warrior, a, but even just someone that maybe has never worked out before or just starting to get in and work out, but just doesn't have that same um, 
I would even say when I like when I first started working out, someone like me, yeah, yeah, because sure. I I didn't play sport in college. Yeah, well, I think the way that I was like kind of viewing this um, episode was like the professional athlete training versus um, just like someone that's training for longevity or yeah. more aesthetic based, yeah. like someone that isn't training for sports performance. Yeah. So just everyday training versus sports performance is yeah. another way I guess we could have broke this down. Sure. But yeah, anyways. Um, I think the first one that I would like to to break down the physical aspect of the training. Um, obviously, there's a lot more specifics that go into the training whenever I'm with a professional athlete. Yeah. Um, just because one, we have to like we have to access different positions whenever we're playing the sport. We have to be able to move our bodies in a different manner. Than just someone that just has a regular nine to five job. Yeah. You know, um, so I think just from an exercise selection standpoint, there's going to be a lot of similarities. Like we're yeah. still going to split squat. We're still going to like and I'm speaking for gen, general population, like we're still going to split squat. We're still going to walking lunge. We're still going to farm. Yeah, all the movement foundations yeah, are we're the still same. Gonna do all that. Yeah. Just the intent behind it might be slightly different. And the programming, because I, it's funny because you see a lot of strength coaches that are trainers or, you know, they're trainers that get their, you know, CSCS, their certified or certified um, strength coach, um, strength and conditioning certifications. And they obsess over the programming for the general population, but they just aren't getting that same um, adaptations or same um, intensity as like an athlete is because they just, they just aren't because they have every single day they're going to work. They're working nine to five, whereas these athletes are, moving all day long and it's their job yeah um so yeah so as far as the specifics of the training again it's like with a professional athlete say just conditioning for example we're going to do a fair amount of conditioning with general population but it's probably going to be more aerobic in nature yeah um and then we're certainly going to do aerobic conditioning um whether it's for development purposes or just aerobic stimulation we're going to do that with the nfl guys as well Mm -hmm. Um, but we're also going to mix in a fair amount of anaerobic work. Especially and, because a lot of their job is like short bursts of power yeah. versus like you said, longevity for the everyday person, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I think, again, we need as professional athletes, we need that aerobic base to be able to recover from the anaerobic work quicker. But we're certainly going to one just because of like we went back to earlier because of intent like i can truly do some anaerobic or some max effort mm-hmm. explosive um type of movements with the athletes because they've been training they have long t- typically they have a longer training age so if i say hey bro i need you to fucking rip this one yeah like i need yeah. you to get after it right here they they understand what that means and what that feels like and what that looks like you know because they have done it before a in a controlled setting like this, but they also have done it in sport. Yeah. You know, and they do it on a repeated basis, especially these guys at the high level. Whereas if I tell gen pop, um, to, Hey bro, I need you to rip this motherfucker. Right. Yeah. It's like, they're certainly going to give a little more effort. Yes. But I don't know if they're going to hit that same, like, like send this rep like your life depends on it mentality yes. you know what i mean they may think they are but not the they same may way. think that yeah exactly <laughs> um and i think it's i mean uh, we talked about conditioning like i'll i'll do a lot of aerobic work with both 
parties. I'll just do a little more anaerobic work with the pro athletes. Yeah. And then same thing with say like power training or speed strength or strength speed, whatever you want to call it. Like whenever we're moving lightweight or like a moderate weight with good speed and good velocity, like true power work. Um, I'm going to do that with both parties again. Like I'm going to do that with gin pop. I'm going to do that with professional athletes. I'm just going to do it a little more with the pro athletes. Yeah. And with the general population, it's not really necessary for them to be doing like one rep maxes or anything like no, that. Not Unless they're trying to figure out what that is because, yep. but it's not really necessary. Well, I don't even do one rep max per se totally. with professional athletes. I'd yep. rather get like a three or a five rep and right. then kind of base stuff around that. Um, and even my three or five rep max isn't a true, mm-hmm. like, Hey, put some weight on the bar and we're just going to send it until we get to true three rep and you right. can't even hit the fourth rep. It's more so let me track the velocity of like five or six or eight sets. Yeah. Let's see what the averages are. And I think something to remember too, is that you and I both don't train power lifting people, bodybuilding. So that's why yeah. that stuff doesn't really even apply to what we do. Yeah. As far as, as far as the velocity, the one, the one, one, oh, the one red max. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I think if, if you are in the powerlifting world and you want to go for a one rep max, obviously that's yeah. necessary. Right. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like but you said, we're not. not that's, that's just not, not who our. We, yeah, who we train. Because a lot of what we do is, is like you said, longevity and yeah. having your athletes move better and stronger. And yeah, longer. and then for the general population, it's longevity and taking care of the family mm-hmm. and like protecting your house feeling and better because feeling they better. sit all day yeah and yeah playing with the kids this and that bending down mowing the yard like i mean i just told you a story about um one of my good buddies who i play golf with almost every single week he can't go play golf with me this week because he stepped off of his lawnmower and opened the gate and tweaked his back and i'm like bro maybe <laughs> maybe it's time to start training like you know what i mean like let's yeah not saying you got to train like yeah nick called this guy out and sent him a long voice note to tell him how <laughs> like a two minute voice note <laughs> to be like, working out because <laughs> also i guess this is a good point to yep. bring up actually and yeah sorry brother i don't mean to cook yeah, you you're not naming, <laughs> yeah, you're I'm not not naming, naming. him <laughs> um but yeah, he said his first response, I said something like, you know, he said, I, you know, I tweaked my back. I said, what'd you do? He said, I stepped off the lawnmower and um, I went to open the gate or whatever it was. And I just tweaked my back, bro. And like, I thought it was just going to be a one day thing, but then it got progressively yeah. worse, um, progressively worse. And, and I said, okay, well, you need to do some, maybe it's time to start doing some strength work. And he said, dude, at the very least, I need to do some flexibility. Like I need to stretch. Yeah. And I was like, maybe that's could be a start, I guess, to get you interested in the strength work. But like that's in the long term, if you're only stretching, that's going to end up doing more harm than good, Mm -hmm. because then we're going to be able to access new ranges of motion that we couldn't before. And there's stability behind it. And there's zero stability, zero strength. Now I'm just getting into a more harmful position and I don't know what to do. My body has no idea what to do whenever I get there. Yeah. So I'm like, it's not it's not just about stretching or flexibility. It's. It's like, let's be strong and stable mm-hmm. in those positions. Um, so, yeah, a little rant. Sorry, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, I think another major difference in, in the physical aspect of the training between pros and, and, and Joes, per se, is the field work. Like, mm-hmm. I have to get on the field with baseball guys, with football guys, with basketball guys. I even get on the field or in the court 
Um, you just need a lot of space, period. You just need a lot of space, period, because I, mm-hmm. I need to sprint. I can't sprint on a treadmill. Yeah. You know? Um, we've talked about sprinting yeah. specifically in pre- previous episodes. We can link them in the show notes. Yeah. Um, um, just to get more details on what that looks like and, yeah. why, and why you'd rather sprint not on a treadmill versus Correct. That. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I need to sprint. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to do like huge, cover huge areas or, or spaces with change of direction work. Like send you back 10 yards this way and then change a direction real quick this way and then open the hips and go this way. So I need like a huge space. Um, whereas gen pop, I'll, again, I might do some change of direction. Maybe, maybe it's more fun. I feel like it's more just like fun for people. Yeah, and it also, we'll, there's we'll probably recreational maybe Joe, support. Maybe Joe, who we're talking about here, plays pickleball. <laughs> or yeah. whatever and yeah. like i want to get that i want to do some change of direction so he can he needs it. yeah yeah because he needs a direct like i want him to see improvements and pick now he didn't have to be um playing pickleball at an incredibly high level but if yeah. he's just playing i want him to go beat his friends yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. i want him to win motherfucker yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like i want everybody else uh, you know to win so unless um, they're playing you unless they're playing against yeah. me <laughs> yeah and then you won't win um <laughs> uh but yeah so it's like again, it's I think it's there's a ton of similarities and the differences are probably just from an intent from a programming standpoint. It's not it's not obviously the exercise selection might be different. I might do a little more funky stuff, a little more three dimensional stuff in nature. Yeah. Um just again going back to the fact that the guys are guys and girls uh, at that ha- level have such a long training age mm-hmm. that they're aware of their bodies in space, yeah. you know, so they can, I can boom, show them one thing and then they got it right away. Yeah. As opposed to taking three, four five weeks. I think that's unnecessary to do. Sure. Like, let me just get some intent sure. out of this gen pop client because they don't have, they got to go home to the family. They got to go work. So, right. um, the and their workouts are purposeful, purposefully longer too they're not just longer just for the sake of being long workouts yeah um just because we have to cover more stuff yes exactly yeah we have to cover more things yeah and we have to do more work Mm -hmm. um but yeah so that i think that would probably lead us into the second aspect of how the training um is similar and and different in that's the mentality aspect Mm -hmm. of it and we kind of touched on it earlier where it's an athlete's job to train and it's their job to be in shape. And there's and a reason why to they've got to where they are, to be honest, yeah. because of a certain kind of mentality that, you know, maybe someone that is just starting to work out has. And certainly there's the anomaly. There's the the guy that's just a freak and he yeah. was just blessed with all yeah. the talent in the world. Yeah. And he can get to that level. But for the most part, like the ones that are at that high of a level understand what it means yeah. to show up every day yep. to have an, yep. uh, an intentful mindset, a very focused mindset. Because realistically, that. how many of your athletes are people that you have to force to work out? No, yeah, it's no. very rare. It's very it's rare. If, yeah. yeah. Because they get it. Yes. And they know that if I don't do this, somebody's on my ass, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so they just have that, that factor. Of course, someone's on their yeah. ass and they just, you know, they, they're used to working out. Um, they've been doing it their whole life. Like me and you even talked about how the difference between you and I, like you have played sport your whole entire life. Me, I didn't like, I didn't even, my, my parents never really encouraged me to, to stick to anything. 
And so or that, play sports or, or play trying sports. New stuff so or I don't whatever. know if that was a combination of not having the mentality to want to keep going or maybe my mom just didn't encourage it because my mom didn't, my mom played a little basketball, but it wasn't like anything at a high level, yeah. you know? So it just, it's interesting to see the differences between someone, the way someone was, you know, raised. Just us too. Just yeah. us too. Alone. And it's, it's fun because you're getting so into pickleball recently. Yeah. That I'm trying to like talk to you. Oh, like, yeah. Like, like he does his athletes. <laughs> well, I'm just like, hey, <laughs> I understand that this is a charity tournament that you're signing up for, but you sign you're up still going to gonna compete and you're going to go win this motherfucker. <laughs> I don't care what the cause is for. Let's go win. Spoiler alert. I didn't win, but it wasn't because I wasn't good. It was because the it wasn't a real it wasn't a real it wasn't a real tournament. But whenever you do sign up for yeah. real tournaments, oh yeah, he's gonna be on my especially ass. <laughs> if it's a mixed if it's a mixed doubles and we're in the tournament together. Listen, we're not. Okay. We're certainly not going showing okay, up to lose. Okay, okay yeah. <laughs> so that's. I mean, that's just playing into the yes, the, the exactly. mentality. Yeah. Um, and well, I think, I think that's that, also um, why you train a lot of the athletes and I train more of the beginners because I have this you can ability to, to relate to them. I, I, I know how to speak to them a little bit better. Um, Whereas you hear the way that. Oh, yeah. We're t- I'm talking. Oh, I'll be in the house and I don't know what. I'm like, dang, are they getting in a fight out there? And then I'm like, oh, no, they're just working out. <laughs> they're just I'm yelling like, hey, at each other. I'm just gotta, like, dang, Nick is being. That's, and, and and we'll we'll kind of touch on this. This yeah. this is kind of like the emotional side of things. Yeah, and we'll get to that true. at the yeah, back yeah, after yeah. the ex- episode. But um, just to touch on the mentality a little more, I think um, another way to look at this, like we can, sure we can say it's an athlete's job because they have something yeah. specific that they have to train for and compete for. And typically that's, we know exactly when that occurs. Like in a football season, we know that the games are going to be September through hopefully February, Yeah, you know? So we know that the back half of February through late July, whenever they return to camp, this is obviously speaking for the NFL specifically, that we have to be incredibly dialed in for our competition season. Mm -hmm. There's not a competition season for gen pop. Yeah. So you either a have to have to take it upon yourself to sign up for Unless they're doing a marathon, a marathon, or a a pickleball tournament, or a like you have to do something, a charity golf tournament, like be motivated for, or a vacation, a vacation, yeah, Yeah, just find find whatever that motivation is because that's the thing that I've found to be the most difficult um, in training that specific population is just to keep the motivation incredibly high year round. Yeah. Because there isn't that 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 yeah. specific thing to train for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um so I think, yeah, that's that's on the client and the coach, whoever's to find that know, motivation and to find that. Yeah, that y'all event. talk about that together. Like, yep. hey, what realistically you know the fitness that I'm in, coach. So what do you think I could do? What could I compete in? Mm-hmm. And then y'all kind of find something that's maybe three to six, nine months down the road. Yeah. And pursue it, you know, and go try to get in better shape. And it's going to hold you accountable because, I mean, if you're like me, you're not, again, you're not just going to want to show up just to show up. Like, I ain't, I ain't <laughs> showing up fun. to lose that shit and just have I'm, fun I'm and participate. I'm just have fun, just to feel <laughs> yeah. good. Nick's like, no. I was like, no, the other day it was hilarious. We we're sitting at the breakfast table and she said, no, it's this pickleball tournament. She said, no, it's going to be. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be, you know, it's it's going to be a blast regardless. And I was like, we ain't. 
we ain't just oh, showing got up serious it got I, I, like, like, I looked her dead in the face and i said we're not we don't we don't say that in this house <laughs> we don't just show up in this house if we're in a competition if there's a, uh, listen if there's a winner and a loser it's not going to be a shimanek well the, i mean, I mean it, the it certainly might be, be i'm not saying we're going to win every single time but if there's a winner and a loser we're, we're going to try our best to be the winner because <laughs> it's more fun we don't, it's yeah fair. it's not fucking That's fun fair. to lose <laughs> and on that note we're going to get back to the um emotional side of things yes. so we've talked about the physical the differences and similarities we've talked about the mental similarities and differences so now the emotional side of things um and again i think it just goes back to training age and being aware of of your body and and kind of like how you can push yourself because Athletes just understand how to train with higher intent, or I like to call it controlled aggression. So like I want, and I keep bringing up the NFL guys, cause that's the middle of the season or, or I guess off season that I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. So that's who I'm training on a daily basis. But like, I'll, I'll say some stuff to them sometimes to like push their buttons on purpose so they can try to push their limits. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I want them to have that, you want them to have that aggression and that grit to be able that, to handle that. Yeah. Because I've definitely had some newer, um, newer average Joes that I've trained and, you know, I'm, I'm the feel good person. Like I'm usually easy into stuff, but I've definitely have pushed people to the point where they like actually start crying yeah. because they just, they're bought like, it's just an emotional, emotional response. And they don't understand they how don't to understand. get through that hard time. Exactly. If they can, that's yep. f- that's groundbreaking. Exactly. And it's, I think it's our job as coaches mm-hmm. and as, um, and I think it's okay. It's, it's a, it's okay if you want to cry because that is an actual response that your body is having. Yeah. I don't think know? that's, I don't think that's an issue, yeah. but I think as long as we're okay, overcoming this, it, this workout, we do this mm-hmm. and we get that emotional. Mm-hmm. Next time we do this, let's, let's try to do a little better. Let's try to keep it together. Yeah. And it, cause you know that you can push yourself to that point now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's just harder to get to that point with gen pop as opposed to the athlete. Yep. So with the athlete, again, I can say certain things I can, or I can, sometimes I don't even say it. You can just look out the window and you see me out there working out with the guys and I'll just, I'll just literally be like, okay, I'm going to do one set. Y'all are going to compete with mine, with me. Yeah. Like I don't, I haven't warmed up. I haven't done anything. I'm just going to rip one set on the Kaiser. I'm going to get a certain power. Maybe we're doing like a farmer's carry. I'm going to carry it farther than you. Oh, like yeah. I promise I'm going to carry it further than you. And, and then telling I'm that to a professional the athlete, they're going to be like, nah, nah bro. that's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go do the rep and I'm going to try to push myself as hard as I possibly can. So I, I at least know that you're going to have to, you might beat me, but you're going to have to dig deep to go beat me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas if I was training, you know, just a weekend warrior, I might. I might do that or have them compete with each other. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Or maybe like, Hey, first set, let's, let's really push it. Second set, compete with yourself. Try to push it a little further, yeah. you know, and push, yes. push it yes. yourself. Um, so I think I can just, I can, I can get a little nastier with the high level athletes. Yeah. And this is, this is male and female. This yeah. is like, it's just people that have a longer training history that understand that they can push themselves to a certain threshold or they have like a certain limit. Oh yeah, because I was, I brought this up to Nick because when we were talking about this episode, I was thinking of specifically of one of my friends who played 
for the um, uh, national team for the Philippines. Softball. Yeah, and softball. And she used to train with me. She she trained with Nick, but she is now a full time a corporate corporate person. Yeah. But she has that grit yeah. that I don't see in the everyday person. So she has that history of just like you could tell her how to do something or certainly one time and she got she has it. Oh, 100 mm-hmm. percent. And I could tell her, hey, I need you to empty the tank right here. Yes. And, she'll and she it. knows what that means. Yeah. She understands because she's yeah. been in those high level situations. Yeah. Again, whether that be in a controlled setting like the weight room or like like under my supervision or if it's in an unpredictable and an uncontrolled setting like sport. Mm-hmm. Like it gets very stressful if again, she's playing high level softball yeah, and it's the bottom of the seventh inning and they're down one run and she hits a shot to the gap and she has to, she has to make it to third base. She's mm-hmm. got to hit a triple. So she, mm-hmm. her team has a chance to score. And whenever she's rounding second base, she's like, fuck, my legs are heavy, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I've been here before. Yeah. Um, so she knows how to push through that and, and ultimately make it safe or like whatever, but she knows how to tap into that other side of things. Whenever stress is incredibly high, um, adrenaline is incredibly high. Heart rate is through the roof. Yeah. The, the weekend warrior might just fuck. I'm good for the day. Yeah. Whereas the pro athlete, I'm like, bro, we got three more sets yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and they're gonna be like all right i got it you got it. Yeah, yeah i got it Fuck, i don't know how i'm gonna figure this shit out but mm-hmm. i'm gonna fucking figure it out mm-hmm. so um and again i think i think if you're a coach and you're listening to this and you train gen pop specifically just fill out the client like if they want to be pushed to that limit yeah like you you got to have the organic conversations like if they want to be pushed to that limit to that limit you got to find that out and communicate with them in a way that's going to pull that out of them. Mm-hmm. Or they might just, I mean, you got clients that just like, like don't fucking up. talk to me yeah. like that. Yeah. I just want to show up and like, <laughs> I barely want to sweat. Say, Yay, good I'm literally job. just here to check the box. Like, yeah. And that's fine too. Yeah. So I think, I think it's, it's good just, just having that communication. And, and as a client too, if you have a, if you have a trainer, tell them how you like to be pushed. And if they're not pushing you enough, tell them, be like, you know what? I think I can get a little more. Some people might, try to just find a new trainer right away but like ask that person because coaches are gauging you and trying to figure out what it is that you need and it might you might just need to communicate it but i think what's also um, important to reference and i know um some people might not agree but all of these things the physical mental emotional yes professional athletes have them but i think it is possible for the general population to get to that level not obviously not to the level of a professional athlete but to have this same grit have that same um, mentality and even get to that, that really, um, uh, meticulous training and, uh, programming at some point, if you've been doing it for years. So I think it, we're not just talking about that. Like you might have people that you've, that have been working out for many, many years, but maybe never pre- played a professional sport, whether it be in college or, you know, in an organization, yep. but they still have that grit. They have that push and they want to be pushing that programming. Cause well, I definitely have had people like that. I mean, I think the I think it's important. Mm-hmm. I think it's incredibly por- important as a human being, especially in today's world. Yeah. As dark as it is at yeah. times, like you, I mean, we've talked about how we train to be hard to kill. Yeah. So like, I, I want to push myself in a controlled environment, like, like the gym, like yeah. our backyard. I want to push myself in some of my workouts. Yeah. As hard as I possibly can. Yeah. Um, and then some, yeah, 
So I know that if some shit was to happen at a grocery store at wherever, if I need to pick up both of my kids and fucking carry y'all <laughs> yeah. and sprint for 200 yards, I know that I'm not going to, yeah. my tank's not going to run out. Yeah. His might, but my shit ain't, <laughs> I promise, <laughs> you know? Facts, um, yeah. So like, I think you have, and if you don't push yourself in this controlled setting again, yeah, you're not, you're not going to. You know, it's it's funny because I started thinking this way like a few years back. Um, and you don't even know this. Whenever we were living in Los Angeles, Remy got out of the front door one day. Wait, and I, I, was, I don't know this? You know, I mean, you knew that he got out, oh, but you okay. don't know that this like, is the way that I'm thinking about okay. this. So Remy got out um, of the front door and I was in Venice. I don't even know. Where, oh, yeah, you might have right. been out of town. No, no, no. Like, we were together. We were at Emily's. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and I yeah. just bolted straight. Yeah. So we were both about 20 minutes away from the house. We were house. with Aluna. We were with Aluna. You just left me and Aluna. And I guess I left the door cracked um, to oh, the yeah. front door. So the dogs got out. Um, and of course, the big dogs being angels and being, just being on the, the front saints porch. that they are, they just stayed on the front porch. <laughs> but Remy ran like four or five blocks down the street. So I get a call from a random number because Remy has his dog tag on. And uh, or his collar on, and I get a call, and it's like, "Hey, this is uh so and so. We're at the corner of this street, and I'm pretty sure your white and black spotted dog is like just running around, like whatever, blah blah blah." So again, I was 20 minutes away, so I was like, "Fuck!" I ran straight to the car, got in the car. Yeah. My heart's thumping the whole time I'm going. Like, what is he doing? If he's out, certainly the big dogs are out. Where are the big dogs? Because they can, yeah, they can hurt somebody. Yeah. So by the time I get back to the house, 15 or 20 minutes, my heart is pounding. And Remy's like probably a half a mile away at this point. Oh, yeah. And I just take off. And probably three quarters the way there, maybe 80% of the way there, I started to fucking hit a wall because I was on a dead sprint. Oh, yeah. And I started because I had so much adrenaline and I was on such a dead sprint for so long with zero warm up with zero. You know what I mean? It was just a crazy setting. I fucking started to to tire out and I kept running, but I was certainly by the time I got there, I, I couldn't even talk to the people and tell them sorry for letting the dog out because I was so gassed. Yeah. And later that day, I was like, that that fucking can't happen. Like, yeah. what if that what if I was running to y'all? Like, what if yeah. somebody had snatched y'all up and like yeah. and I had to chase them? I can't hit. I can't gas out that fast. You know what I mean? So every day since then for the last three years, oh I'm like, gosh. okay, I fucking, I can't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that that was a... I didn't know that. I didn't know that you gassed out. I, knew well, the run, I knew that Remy was a half a moral of the story, I'm glad that that, something that stressful, but also that not stressful, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I'm glad that it didn't well, turn it, out what, to be what, incredibly detrimental. I mean, he has it sounding like, I mean, obviously it was very scary that all three dogs got out and we are live on a very busy street. So that's scary. In but hindsight, it, it wasn't scary. But, but it turns time, out, it but scary. it turns out whenever Nick finally got to Remy, he was just like, there was like six, happy like, as fuck, yeah, just, just like, happy <laughs> Remy. And then like six neighbors were just yep. like playing with him. Like, basically. He's a beautiful dog. He's so sweet. <laughs> but I, I didn't but know. Yeah, and you but know, our f- dogs, if, if you're, this is the first time you're listening to us or you don't no, we have two Italian Mastiffs that are 160, 120 pounds. Well, they're, they're Kane Corsos. Yes. And the Kane Corso literally means bodyguard dogs. So yeah. everybody that's ever met our dogs are scared as hell of our dogs. <laughs> so I'm like, what are the big dogs doing? Yeah. So I'm. They just stayed on the porch. because They stayed good. on the porch, but still, I didn't know. Well, the other moral of the story is don't let Nick get out of the house with Aluna and make sure he shuts the door. <laughs> 
because he, he had to leave by himself. I think that's what happened. I think you were like overwhelmed, like because you had to take a Luna. I came from straight from work. I remember. Yeah, well, that was very early on. I think it was early. Yes, yeah, so in I'm, the parenting I'm, stage. I'm much more of a. <laughs> He's super much dad. More of a experienced dad at this point. <laughs> it's been about a two years, a year and a half, two years. Um, but yeah. But so. yeah, all of this, all of this is to say that you can't, if you have never trained like an athlete, you can at some point and you should want that goal at some point. Like me, I, I have Nick program for me. I have him train me because I want to be pushed that way. Like yeah. I wasn't always like this. I, I danced a little bit in high school. I played a little soccer and a little volleyball, but not to the extent of being a pro, yeah. not even close. Yeah. And now I feel like I have that mentality. Uh, I have, I can be pushed emotionally. Um, and I think that everyone can get there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I think you can probably, I know. I think I can go a little bit harder, especially (laughs) after this whole pickleball thing. I was like, damn, maybe I'm not as tough as I thought I was. I don't mean to call you Um, out. No, I like it. This is what, (laughs) you can empty the tank just a little more. See, but this is good. This is why you need somebody, uh, you know, uh, whether it's a coach or somebody that's going to motivate you, but you, I understand that it does take a while to get there because in the beginning it might be like, oh, that's frightening. Yeah. But, I, I love having it now. I love having Nick push me. Yep. Um, it's annoying sometimes, but it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But we hope you enjoyed this episode. And again, if you have any questions, let us know. You know, we'll do a whole episode on it if we feel like we can fill up this time with it. And we, we love it. So just keep it coming. Uh, remember, you can contact us at Beyond, Beyond the Routine Podcast on Instagram or contact at Beyond the Routine Podcast. But please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll see you again next time. Boom. Peace. Just real quick, we'd like to remind you that while we are fitness and wellness professionals, we are not doctors or prescribing any medical advice. We do advise that before you change any of your habits or routines, you always should check with your healthcare provider.